0: The coat's in session. The coat's in session. Now, here come the judge. 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 Uh, Stop being at work. The here come the judge. Don't nobody work. The here come the judge. The judge saw it. He's designed his thing. And he don't take no stuff no. nobody. Where do you think you're at? I know where you're going be if you don't leave my lead. I'm in to tank. Oh, I'm in a coat tonight.
1: Can't nobody smoke tonight. Here come the judge. Here come the judge.
0: Welcome to the Tank Hatfield podcast number thirteen. Yes, thirteen. Our podcast lucky number thirteen has come to (laughs) thirteen. It is lucky because on this podcast everything is lucky. There's no bad luck in this. Um, for October nineteenth, two thousand twenty. Hey, I'm Frank Layman, Frank the Tank Layman, and over in. Well, actually, south of me, the country music capital of the world, Tennessee, is Hatfield. How you doing, Mark? What's going on down there?
1: Oh, what's going on, Tank? Uh, not much going on, man. Uh, just uh, another weekend's past, another uh, lot of news. It went on kind of hard to keep up with everything, but uh, I had a... I had a relatively calm weekend compared to last weekend, so I'm a little
0: better.
1: I do notice you're a little more lively.
0: <laughs> you're more as
1: yeah, I
0: like last week.
1: Yeah, I, I went out Friday for a little bit, but uh, pretty much after that, I, I kept my weekend in and had my boy all weekend, so me and Colton uh, just kind of hung out, and uh, so that was pretty much uh, you know, the extent of my weekend, and
0: work uh, today, of
1: course, so
0: How's the temperature down there? It's, uh, it actually, we have, uh, officially we have fall weather up here. It, uh, it it hit almost the thirties this morning. And I know that because, um, you know, uh, I, I I forget why I stopped training MMA, but, uh, uh, (laughs) when the temperature gets this low, I start remembering why I quit.
1: (laughs) it's still, uh, we've had some fall temperatures in the evening, but it's still been pretty mild through the days. I mean, we're still uh, in the high 60s, low 70s right now through the day, so it's still still pretty mild for us. But, uh, you know, it's going it to, there's definitely a chill in the air in the evenings. Uh,
0: nothing wrong with that. Well, we got a packed show for you, um, as always, as the election draws near. How many days to the election,
1: Mark? Uh, it'll be, it'll be uh, two weeks from tomorrow.
0: Two weeks? Fifteen days in. So we should Okay, we get we got a packed show. We want to thank you know all the platforms we're on. We're on uh, you know twelve platforms. We want to uh, thank especially you know we're on the Amazon Prime that's helping out quite a bit. We had another record week last week, so please keep listening. If you know people, uh, you know. That are, you know, give it to your friends, family, listen, we want the biggest audience we can have. We think we got a good thing going, we want to keep it going. But anyways, we got a packed show for you. Many topics, we're going to get right into it right now. Um, As you know, the the main topic conversation uh, last week until the weekend was, of course, the Supreme Court hearing. Um, on, I mean, to me, I mean, she's a human, but, uh, her hearing, um, on her confirmation. Amy
1: Tony Barrett.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> to me, they're all the same. You know, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, on Amy. Okay, so, uh, what do you know yeah, about yeah, that, Amy. Mark?
1: Well, uh, I actually, uh. I actually had time to, to watch uh, actually quite a bit of the hearings because uh you know, working from home these days, you know, uh, gives a little extra time to do that. So while I was working from home I had the TV on and the hearings going. And uh one thing I'm struck by with the Supreme Court with the with the hearings, whenever the Senate has the hearings is they don't really change much over the years, uh the hearings themselves. Uh, I mean the uh you know depends on depending on who uh Who's trying to get nominated, or who is nominated? Uh, the other party uh, is pretty aggressive, and the Democrats were pretty aggressive with her, uh, with uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, the Republicans were, you know, kid gloves, pretty gentle with her. Um, a couple takeaways from it: uh, I thought she handled herself really well uh, with the with the questions with the Democrats. They were trying to get her to, you know, I mean, it's normal procedure. They were trying to get her to commit to legal positions on cases that hadn't even taken place yet. So, you know, they were trying to get her to say, well, what would you do if it was this? What would you do if it was this? And what would you do if this happened? So she dodged a lot of those, and she didn't answer those directly, saying, hey, there's no case before me, so I can't make her judgment on that. So uh, she handled herself well. Uh, She didn't commit on any of the issues, and uh, overall I'd have to, you know – a totally non-biased, uh, independent view opinion of it. Uh, I would give her an A for the performance because she didn't do anything to mess anything up. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't see how they, I don't see how she's not going to get confirmed. I, you know, I, I think it'll be a uh, since Republicans have the votes. I think it'll be a pretty uh, seamless uh, vote, and uh, she'll get she'll get confirmed.
0: Well, uh, uh, what I'm wondering is why why she why, why didn't the president pick her a year uh, you know a year ago um, instead of Kavanaugh? You know, I mean, it, it probably would have saved him a lot of heartache.
1: Well, you know, you might be right about that, uh, Tank. But you know, if she was on the short list uh, the last time as well, so I don't know what the Criteria wasn't was come down for the final decision, but she was on the list last time. So when this opening came up this time, you know it was pretty much almost a shoe in that yeah. she was going to be the nominee. I mean, there was her, and there was a couple other names out there, but she was, you know, the leading uh name for it. So I mean, I don't know why uh last time it was but you're right. I mean, that the the difference between last time and this time for sure, there was a, definitely a different tone for the Democrats. They want. Attacking her like they attacked Kavanaugh, and that basically comes down to and we know why it is, and I'm not going to pull punches. We know why that is. It's because she's a woman, and Brett Kavanaugh, and Kavanaugh was a man. So they're going to go after they're going to go after the they're going go to the, go after the guy. They accuse him of everything under the sun. I don't know if any of that stuff they accused him of is true or not. I don't know, but they definitely they didn't accuse her. Uh, they didn't go after her nearly as hard as they went after him. Uh, Senator Hirono from Hawaii did kind of ask her some. Questions I thought were out of bounds, asking her if she had, uh, had any sexual relationships with anybody to, to get to a different, uh, different, a higher position and, and all that stuff. You know, some, I thought they were kind of out of bounds questions, but, um, they didn't go after her nearly as tough as they went after Kavanaugh and we know why it's all based on gender because you can't be on TV looking bad and being aggressive and going after a woman. It's just, you know, you just can't do it these days. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so
0: have yeah, they said I,
1: anything I about they, the vote? Has they said anything yeah. about the vote? Yeah, and it, you know, like I said, it would probably it probably would have been uh, easier if he had chose uh, Amy Coney Barrett last time instead of Kavanaugh. So I'm not sure what the thinking was that went into that. But hey, you know, Kavanaugh got Kavanaugh still got the votes. Uh, he's on the he's on the court now, and. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett is on her way to being on the court herself. Because
0: uh, now, now, when has, you, you know,
1: has
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. When is the Senate going to do the vote? Have they announced
1: it yet? I heard they're going. Uh, I believe the date I saw yesterday. Uh, I think it was yesterday or Saturday. I saw October 29th. Really? I believe is the day I saw the vote. Interesting. Just a couple of few days before the election, right? Yeah, we're <laughs> right.
0: Seeing, I'm uh. I think somehow that's That's going to, yeah, somehow I I think that's going to be moved to after the election, but, but we'll see, you know, um, I still think somehow they're going to come, uh, Democrats are going to come out with something that's going to delay, delay things. But, uh, we'll see how that goes. I mean, to me, I, I watched your Tuesday, um, before I went to, uh, went to work and, I mean, a lot smarter than me, that's for sure. (laughs) And she made most of... She made the Senators. I mean, they didn't even know what they were, you know, she was talking about. So, she's smart. Um, I'll give her that. I mean, uh, Barbara Barbara Boxer, uh, I mean, she didn't even know what she was, uh, you know.
1: You mean Feinstein? Uh,
0: No, I'm sorry. um, To me... (laughs) Hey to me, all these senators, yeah Feinstein Barbara Boxer, I don't know where I got that. I apologize to me, all these senators are they're all the same, but uh, yeah, uh Diane Feinstein seemed uh you know uh, didn't understand language she was talking, so um but i I guess she got actually Feinstein, if I'm right about this um. She did get some flack from her cohorts for um, actually, like at the end, was they were kind of like <laughs> yeah.
1: good. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad we actually got a moment to talk about that because I actually saw that where there was a uh, after after the hearings had ended, she went over and she gave a hug to Lindsey Graham, who's the Republican okay. chair of the okay. Judiciary Committee. Okay, and I heard that the, she had uh, received. Um, Uh, There was like a petition or whatever started by by some liberal group saying that she needed to uh, step down or whatever, just for the simple fact that she showed some bipartisanship and actually, you know, hugged uh, one of her fellow uh, (laughs) senators there. I guess I guess you can't be I guess you can't show any sign of, uh, you know, any kind of camaraderie, I guess, anymore in the Senate, I guess. I mean, I don't know what the problem is, but, you know. They've been in the Senate together for a long time, and, I, yeah, obviously they disagree on issues, but that don't mean you can't be cordial with somebody and give them a hug or shake well, their hand or whatever. But I don't mean, know why, but, you
0: know. Well, you can't, um, I know it's hard to show it on TV because everybody gets, everyone wants their side to win, but in the end, it's just politics, and, uh, you know, you should step it at the door. That's what, the, you know, I mean, that's what the great politicians have always uh, now uh, we're gonna we're gonna move into uh, the, basically the same topic. We're, we're gonna move into court packing. I've never heard of this before. Um, you know it, it's come up about uh, if Biden wins, if they somehow win the Senate, because without winning the Senate, this this can't happen. Um, right. But if uh, Biden wins the election they win the senate they can pack the court with extra judges which i never knew existed in the constitution to tell you the truth i i I know you have uh you have more knowledge on this so i'll I'll allow you to uh take the
1: well i'll be honest it's actually something that we haven't had to talk about for a really long time and uh i had to do a little refresher course on it myself to uh but I know because it's not something that's that's often uh, discussed, and it's only been recently uh, that it has. Uh, but basically, I, you know, I'll try to make it. Uh, I'll try to make it quick. Try to make it simple. Uh, basically, what court packing is? It means changing the number of Supreme Court justices. Uh, basically, in effect, to change the balance of power. You know, so uh, that's what the the broad definition of the court packing is, or the narrow definition. I mean, the narrow definition. Legally, uh, and here's what you might find interesting: I, I, the Constitution doesn't have a set number of justices. So basically, Congress can change the number of, you know, I won't say whenever they want, but they they can. It's within their power to change the number of Supreme Court justices. So it is legal. Uh, it's been it's been done a few times uh, since uh, 1789, but the number was left at nine uh, after the Civil War, and it's been it's been at nine since the Civil War. So it had, nothing's changed since the Civil War with the number. Uh, FDR tried it in 1937. He tried to increase it to 15. He tried to change the number from nine to 15 in, in 1937, uh, but it failed. Miserably, because both parties rejected it, because they didn't want it to seem like it was good. They didn't want one party to have so much uh, power in the judicial system. Interesting. But that's actually one of of the few things that FDR failed at, was because he actually tried to push, he actually tried to up it from 9 to 15.
0: Uh, I'm I'm
1: surprised
0: uh, you wouldn't see that today, that's for sure. If either
1: party had
0: power, they'd do it. Oh, wow.
1: and that, and that's and that's the thing. Up to this point, uh, Joe Biden has hasn't really answered the question: Would he do it? Uh, you definitely have some people on the far left uh, that are promoting it. Uh, I have no doubt if the if the Democrats take control of the Senate and the White House, I have no doubt that he will get pressure to try to pack the court. Uh, now, what number are they going to move it up to from nine to what? I don't know, uh, but it's definitely within the legal body. Like I said, there's nothing in the Constitution that stops them from doing this. So that's why these elections are important, you know, and, and that's why it matters. Uh, obviously, there'll be opposition uh, to court packing. Uh, my, personal, my personal opinion on it when it comes to either side, you know, I, I don't know what's wrong with the number nine. I don't, I don't know why we would need more if it's been good since the Civil War. I don't know why we would need to, to put more in. Um uh, you know I don't think can,
0: can I uh I don't think we should... could, could I just interject. I think it's more of a yes. scare tactic for uh uh for the Dems I mean for the Republicans to say, well, if Biden wins he would pack the court. Uh oh you're right. That's a you're scare right, tactic right. for the election. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean that that's absolutely a that's absolutely a card they can play. Because could I to, uh, you know,
0: could I ask you a question myself? I mean, do you in your mind right now the way the court is is positioned, it still seems to be more liberal than conservative.
1: Well, I mean there are technically more conservative judges on yes, the bench, but in but, the ruling. but right, but in ruling, uh, you know, uh, lately it's been the chief justice John Roberts has kind of went more along with the more liberal uh, people of the court, so that's upset some conservatives. So you know, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago. It's like, you know, you can nominate, you know, you can nominate who you think is going gonna be somebody, you know, that's going to align with your views and stuff. But you never know till they really get in there what they're going to do. Uh, I mean, I think I, I believe it was Reagan. Reagan had Reagan had a nominee, uh, nominated somebody that that went totally, almost totally liberal in you know in the court. So, I mean, you don't know till they really get in there uh, what they're going to do. Uh, but you know, like I said, but I mean, you make up a good point that court packing can be used for uh, a, a scare tactic, and. Uh, Believe me, there's a lot of conservatives out there that are pretty scared about it right now because they think like I do as far as... I have no doubt that the the, the pressure from the uh, progressive wing of the Democratic Party, they're going to want to pack the court. And then basically the only reason they're going to want to pack the court is is because they're still upset about Merrick Garland. They're still upset about, you know, Merrick Garland not getting uh, a vote when uh, Obama was leaving office. So they're still mad about that. And... They're mad about they're still mad about Brett Kavanaugh, and now they're mad about Amy Coney Barrett, and they hate Trump. So all those things together—that's the reason why the Democrats want to pack the court. There's really no legal ground. There's really no legal necessity to pack the court, uh, other than they just want more power, they want control, yep. and you know that's why that's why I'm not a, that's why I'm not a fan of court packing on either side. I'm not saying this just because I'm taking uh, one side or the other, but. I'm not, so I'm not a fan of. Because I, I do agree that it, it does, uh, you know, just just for grabbing power for power's sake, you know, and and stacking the court because you lost you lost some elections. Uh, I think it's, uh, I, I just don't think it's a good thing to. I don't think it's a good thing we should be doing.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think it's just a scare tactic to get Democrats um go out and vote um. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if the Senate will turn, you know, who knows, you know, with everything going on, I, you know, who knows, but I think the Senate will at least, I can say this, at least stay in Republican hands, so, you know, but who knows, mail Maryland voting, all this stuff, so, um, we're gonna leave that topic, we're gonna move to, um, the big news, the big news that's not so news. Uh, that that's because nobody's covering it, but yet it's it's big news. The uh, somebody left a laptop uh, somewhere, and uh, it's got a lot of information on it, and uh, apparently um, somebody else has a lot of emails. Um, Joe Biden is son Hunter. Um, he left a laptop somewhere. I don't know the story exactly. Maybe you know more, but, uh, um, he left at some store apparently and they, they got all the information off it and, uh, apparently he's been, uh, you know, uh, they've been kind of, uh, you know, allegedly now, now we can't confirm any of this because it's all kind of up in the air right now. But, uh, you know, payments to Ukraine, payments to China, there's some photos of underage girls, or, you know, there's a photo of him smoking a crack pipe, who, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know, it goes on and on. So, Hatfield, break it down for us.
1: Well, you, you pretty much, uh, you pretty much put it all in a, in a nutshell right there, and, uh. It was uh, I, a lot of it that came out. Of the story was the the uh, fact that Twitter and Facebook had actually censored the story from being shown on their platforms.
0: But remember, they're private so, companies, so they can do this, what is,
1: they want. This is true, and there's you know there's, there's also legal there's also legal protection for it. Uh, but still, you know. It's not a it's not a good look when a when a story is broke by the New York Post and this is where the story this is where the story originated from was New York Post and when people went to try to read the story on Twitter or Facebook they couldn't because it had been censored so uh, you know that in itself uh, gets into a a tricky area I know there was a lot of Republican uh, lawmakers calling for a change in the rule, I believe because it was rule, it's called rule 230 or, or something along that lines where uh, it actually protects uh, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, but, you know, we also get to area of, you know, <laughs> where they're protecting journalistic freedom uh, protecting, and they're, they're, uh, they're not letting freedom of speech happen. Uh, so there was a lot of uh, controversy about that. That aspect. Now, for the details themselves uh, about Hunter Biden, uh, it's it's not really a secret either that he's got a little bit of a checkered past. He seems so, I mean, like that, a, not...
0: I, I mean, at least, at least, even you know, if everything, he, he seems kind of a slime ball. Uh, you know. Well,
1: and that's the thing. It's like, uh, you know, there was a, you know, there was speculation even before this about. Him uh, taking cash payments, uh, and then he would introduce whatever at this time Ukraine officials. He would introduce Ukraine officials to his to his father, who was vice president. So uh, when these first started talking about all this, uh, they the stories were denied, saying, "Well, this didn't happen." Even Joe Biden says, "Well, this didn't happen." You know, da da. da. Well, now I come to find out, you know, there's information on this laptop which proves to the contrary, or shows the contrary, allegedly, allegedly that. Uh, the- that allegedly, that actually, allegedly shows the, uh, for lack of a better term, the money trail <laughs> that, uh, shows that payments were made for introductions, uh, for special favors. So, again, Two, you yeah. know, this should be, this, this right, but this is, well, here we go, Tank. This is nothing new in the world of politics, whether it be local or whether it be abroad or whatever. I mean, this is nothing new, uh, Does it look bad? Does it not? You know, I mean, yeah, if you're taking, if if you're taking bribes, if you're taking bribes to set up meetings or for favors, it looks really bad, but let's face it. I mean, we're all not naive to the point that we can't act like this is the first time that it's ever happened or anything like that. You know, we can't be naive that way.
0: Well, well for me, I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not surprised at any of this. Um, I believe Biden is a corrupt politician like uh most the um most long term senators and congressmen in the uh, United States. Um and, and and I I will you know uh my special interest was you know with China. Now China's been greasing the palms with um in their area of the China Sea. They have islands around, you know, by North Korea and around uh, around Japan. They they they've been basically buying off politicians in small countries all along there. So th- they they have money passing around there for for a while now, and uh, that's been proven by China. Um, my whole thing is, and why I call you know, uh, Democrats that vote for the Democrat Party, um, communists, is, is because of your leadership. I, I believe that there's a strong Chinese influence in our own government, a very strong, where a lot of these, uh, you know, I can't prove it, but, I mean, this story shows that, uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of money being changed hands by American congressmen and China. China's doing this you know, to influence.
1: And I, you know, and I, and, and I, I, you're totally right. I mean, like I said, you know, it goes back to, we can't pretend like any of this is new. And I mean, the Bidens and Hunter himself has even been tied to China in, in, some, in some deals. Uh, but I do want to make clear, as far as like, Whatever vices he may or may have, like you know they I know they're showing the pictures of the crack pipes,
0: no that has and, nothing to do with you
1: know, about, the drug you know well here's the thing, everybody's got vices, so I, you know i'm not I'm not attacking him or or the Biden family or anything like that for vices. everybody has vices, everybody has problems, so that's not really where my uh concern is no,
0: we were just uh, pointing out what they mentioned right, in the
1: news, right. Right, yeah. right. That's that's what they're saying that it appears on a laptop, and it was a it was a it was a laptop uh, store in Delaware, uh, apparently that uh, where this laptop was and was never picked up for several months. So that's how that's what the story goes. And uh, like you said, like what we talked about earlier, what had been found on the uh, <laughs> what had been found on the laptop was not really a, uh, uh, I guess things you want found. You know, I've heard any, like I like you said, I have heard anything from the you well- know uh, the money trail showing the, showing the payments. And I've heard the, the, about inappropriate pictures. Uh, I've, I've seen some of the pictures as far as of Hunter Biden himself. I've seen some of those floating around, uh, Twitter and Facebook and stuff, uh, here lately. So, I mean, who knows, who knows where we're going to be at when, when all this, when all this ends tank. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know, I don't know where we're going to end up with this, but, uh, you know, the the to this point, I guess the good news for Joe Biden is it's been kept relatively quiet by the national media. The national media really hasn't come out and really well, reported a lot. Well, um, you man. know, Biden had a they had a, you know, Biden had a, a town hall uh, last week and didn't get asked one question about it. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, I plays, you know, that goes right into, you know, the, the media, you know, kind of giving him the softball treatment, which, you know, I, I agree. I think they do. But uh, that's my opinion. That's actually a different subject for another day. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, he's, he, Joe Biden's never had to answer these questions about his son, uh, other than to say at one point during during an earlier debate, he said, well, uh, he goes, that's, it's not true. Or he said it's been proven not true or, or something to that effect. And now, you know, well, now they're showing, saying there's money trails. We got this, there's that, there's that. So he might have to answer it a little bit more down the road. I don't know. Like I said, we're getting pretty close to the election, so, you know, I don't know if, if it's going to be anything that's going to, any time gonna, if it's going to come up anytime soon or not, so.
0: Well, my but two, s- yeah, my two cents is that it's going to have no bearing in the election at all. This is, this is more about, I mean, it, it's about him, you know, I mean. Influence with China, I mean, my main thing is China and uh, the impact on our own people that are, I believe, this is my uh, own opinion, that uh, we have senators, we have congressmen, we have people in the government that are selling out to China, okay, and that's the bigger picture for me, that uh, you would take bribes from China, Um, this this um stuff on the kid, I, I could care less. I, I don't think it's going to even, I mean, in the end, you know, how many people have voted? 28 million? It, it's not going to have any. If you're going to you're gonna vote for Trump, you're going to vote for Trump. If you're going to vote for Biden, you're going to vote for Trump, uh, Biden. If you're on the fence, this is not going to move it. I mean, if you don't know the impact China has on us, um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I think it's very important, um, you know, but, but whatever, and that's that's why, like I said, and I repeat it again, that's why I, I call her, uh, Democrat Party, uh, communist, because I believe that there's a communist part that's um that's taken over the party but but that's that's just my opinion I think in the end um whatever happens to Hunter you know if he gets shamed or whatever and uh you know Biden, Biden really doesn't have to say anything he should just stay quiet I know they have a debate coming up but I don't even know if the debate's gonna happen so we we'll see it was kind of a uh i believe that was a october surprise by the uh by the you know by the president to bring that out just because he he was probably a little disappointed about uh you know uh, attorney general Barr not uh filing charges against any anybody in the uh you know, in the alleged uh cover up of the uh you know, stuff that had Russia Russia gate or whatever you want to call it. But uh we'll see where it goes. You know, um you know it's it's so uh times are real weird right now. Everything that's going on, both sides are heated. They're very, very heated up. I mean I can tell i mean just me i don't know about you personally but when you talk to people they're either on one side or the other and they're
1: hot well well you know what else is hot tank you know what else is heated what good barbecue (laughs) good barbecue is hot and heated yeah let's talk about
0: barbecue i like barbecue
1: so what do you know so so let me tell you about some good barbecue let me tell you about the lazy pig barbecue in mount vernon kentucky okay The best butts in town, Tank. They got the best butts in town. The best barbecue around. They do catering and concessions, small to large parties, special events, weddings, and church socials. And, like I said, and I've been promoting it, they're coming up with a plan to ship the food out of state. So, soon, they'll be able to ship it right to your doorstep. So, you're telling me
0: I can order online. I can get it to my house. I can get it up here in Michigan.
1: That is what I'm telling you, Tank. That's what I'm telling you. Oh. barbecue and all the sides barbecue and all the sides is what i'm is what i'm telling you so our friends at lazy pig barbecue they have their own facebook page it's called lazy pig barbecue you can also reach them by email at lazypigbbq2020@yahoo.com. 2020 at yahoo.com like i said they're based out of mount vernon kentucky and i've also been told uh, the other day that they are uh very close to having their website built so they will be having a website up and running very soon That would be but nuts. uh that's what I'm talking about. Our friends at Lazy Pig Barbecue. Go check out their Facebook page at, at Lazy Pig Barbecue, and uh, they've got T-shirts uh, plus the food. If you want to, if you want a T-shirt, I'm actually modeling one of the T-shirts today.
0: Yeah, he's, uh, he's got for Lazy, one on. Lazy folks.
1: Pig Barbecue.
0: He's got the so black I and white T-shirt,
1: them, I've actually got one on today that was uh, so graciously sent to me uh, by Tim Martin, owner and uh, owner and uh, of the Lazy Pig Barbecue. So, go check out their page, Lazy Pig Barbecue, the best butts in town.
0: That sounds good. They got ribs, too, right? I love ribs.
1: You you know.
0: Okay, you know good, yes, good. Yes, they do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love them ribs. I'll be waiting, and I'm waiting for my shirt. I know my shirt's coming. <laughs> black and white. I'm like the man in black. Just like you. I'm the man in black. I want black and white. I love black. Okay. Um, we're going to switch gears now. Um, but there was an article by, uh, by a, uh, famous, uh, just a second. Hold on. I think you're
1: looking, I think you're I think looking for, for Pat Buchanan.
0: <laughs> yeah, Pat Buchanan. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pat Buchanan, uh, last week where he, uh, he met, I'm sorry. It's been a very long day, ladies and gentlemen. I worked a long day. My mind's kind of not there, but, uh, that's okay. Hey, we do what we can do on this podcast. Um, Pappy Cannon had a, uh, article last week on, uh, you know, I mean, he, he's, he's written about this before. Um, about, you know, maybe a coming war with China. Actually, this was, uh. Because recent developments in—I uh, don't know—it was a—it's pro- a province on the edge of India and China that's been disputed. I didn't even know this. It's been di- uh, disputed for a long time, and uh, um, China has sent sixty thousand troops to the border with India, and uh, you know it. it I mean. If you don't know, if you're just a, um, a run-of-the-mill person that, that doesn't see, uh, you know, doesn't look into politics or any war situation, you would think, well, that's kind of dangerous. But uh, um, I don't know. The question was, we are a partner with India. We have an agreement with them if they were attacked. As a ally, we would help them. Now, question is: If China were to invade India, would we help out? That's a question. Yeah,
1: that's a that's a that's a that's well, big boy well, questions right there. Well, the, the tank, big, um,
0: bigger question is: Will we eventually go to war with China? <sighs>
1: Well, I certainly hope not. I mean, I you know, uh, you know, I don't have to sit here and explain to everybody why that would be a bad thing. I, or at least I shouldn't have to explain to everybody why that would be a bad thing. Uh, I think the world itself gets along a lot better and is more productive when the when China and the United States gets along and um, with good dip, uh, diplomatic relationships. Uh, but, but we also know the world is uh, controlled by money and controlled by power, and. uh, China likes to uh, <laughs> uh, they like to flex uh, their their money and their power uh, every once in a while. Uh, the, the interesting thing though, you know, you brought up India, uh, which is true. The United States does have a have, have a relationship and they do have a partnership with India. Uh, in the past, when those escalations have happened, China has been one that has backed down. I mean, they you know for the most part. They will flex. They'll, they'll send troops to the border, and then they'll back away. So, I actually, when I was reading the article and, and read some different things on this, I actually had a, a different uh, different kind of theory. I wanted to run by you and see what you thought about this. Right. I know this is kind of one of your uh, this is one of your hot topic, uh, one of your hot button issues. Do you think China is more interested in, like, say, I don't, I don't, I don't see them as interested as a war with the United States as much as I see them. And something more realistic is to, uh, I think they want to ensure economic and military uh, superiority over Hong Kong and Taiwan, yes. which you also know has United States yes. interest. Yes. So I think, so obviously if they mess with Hong Kong and Taiwan, the United States, you know, definitely have a vested interest in both of those. Yes, but I, I think it's more, I think it's, you know, that was my take on it. I, th- I think it's more of a, Uh, you know, a a Taiwan or Hong Kong thing than I think it is a China going directly at the United States thing. Of course, there's going to be trade tariffs and and battles on that front and and things of that nature. But I don't think China, just like the United States, I don't think China is anxious for a physical confrontation with the United States, just like I don't think the United States is anxious for a physical confrontation with China. So I think it's more about flexing And, uh, wanting more dominance over Hong Kong and Taiwan.
0: My view of it, and, uh, this is a view, uh, I mean, yeah, I can't prove this, conspiracy theory, whatever you want. We're allies with India that borders China. Um, China does not want a war with anybody right now, Okay. I mean, it would not be beneficial to them. They're doing real good. The economy's moving. There's the second biggest economy in the world next to us. They have the second largest military in the world next to us. The worst thing for them right now is to be bogged down in a war. My conspiracy theory says is we're trying to bog them down in a war.
1: Uh Uh-oh, ding, 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 here comes the conspiracy. Ding, ding, ding. Okay.
0: So, you know, I mean, it's just, um, you know, so this whole India thing is, you know, in the end, if, if, if China was stupid enough, which I don't think they are, I think the Chinese are very smart people. They're very smart. They're not cocky like we are, but they're very smart. They wouldn't go for it. But, somehow we have influence on India enough to make them dangle the carrot there. And maybe we're telling India, I'm just saying, maybe we're telling India, don't worry, we'll back you up. Just, just, just poke them a little bit. Just poke them, poke them, poke them. In the end, we're we're not going to back India up. In in the end, I'll tell you, if, if they were to invade Taiwan tomorrow... We would we wouldn't help Taiwan. I guarantee you that. The only you don't think so. No, the only country we would we would help is Japan. That's the only country. I I really believe that.
1: I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I agree with that. I I would think that if China, I mean, there's been provocations somewhat in the past where been disputes with China and Taiwan and. The United States has been pretty much right at the right at the ready to uh, defend well, yeah. Taiwan.
0: Well, it's um, one thing to say, "Hey, Mark, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you up if you move past this line," but it's a second if you move past that line. Now, what am I gonna do?
1: Well, well, yeah, I'm, uh, and that's and that's what I mean. It's like I, I think we've I, I think we've seen that where China has poked Taiwan a little bit and. then Taiwan knowing they had the United States, you know, behind them would uh poke back a little bit at China, you know, because sure. they, you know, they want the they want the democracy sure. and they don't want I to know. be under the communist rule of China. I know. So,
0: but I think
1: in I, the I, end, I I think the, it was a, I think it was a serious escalation against Taiwan. I don't I I think I think definitely the United States would make a move.
0: I I don't on China. believe that at all. We're not going to move on. To, wow, I, we're not going to move on the little. Uh, look, Taiwan, in the big scheme of things, is nothing. I, so I don't think. So I don't think, think we'd let them take it over enough. and let the uh, United Nations take it up. Oh, look what they did. They just did this uh-huh. and whatever. How uh, bad China
1: Okay, I, I know I, I just think uh, just the way we've done in the past. I I yeah, I even think so with India. I think if if got, things got serious with China and India, you know, to the point where if China escalated things and it, it became serious, I, I don't think there's any doubt the United States would back India. Just the relationship in the past that we've had with India. I I, I think I, United States would be. I think United States would be right there. Yeah, uh, I, I totally disagree. So,
0: I, I I think politically. Uh, I think, unfortunately, it's, you know, it's dark to say this, it's, um, that we have government, and I said this before in a, a previous segment, that, uh, we have a lot of congressmen, a lot in the government, been paid off by by China. And, uh, they will, uh, they will allow that to happen. Now, like I said, if, if they were stupid enough to keep going and move into Japan. That would be Japan would be the big thing because we need Japan. We don't need Taiwan. We don't need India. We would take that oh, up in
1: the United States. I think I think we absolutely need uh India and Taiwan. I I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't dismiss them so yeah. quickly. Um uh, I mean because they're they're democracies that their democracies that we want for our for our own interests as well so yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I don't
0: I get it but, you know, no, to, to but say, I just
1: think to uh, say that we to say that we don't want them I, I think is just is brushing them off too quick I think we absolutely would uh, would would defend them but it just it goes you know like I said nobody wants nobody wants the war you know it's just a but I, I think China more or less I don't know if they're interested in world domination as much as they are. And want to dominate Hong Kong and Taiwan, you know what I mean I, yeah
0: well they want they want so. they want Taiwan because Taiwan's the little piece of land that's sticking their nose at' them. yeah hey we're 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 not communists like you guys are, you know back when Mao took over, we went to this island, and you know we're free and this and that, and you can't do anything about it and Here's big China. Hearing this from well, you know, it it kind of pisses you off. It'd be like if, uh, well, you know, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, start telling us, you know, you guys are a bunch of idiots the way you live there, and you know, you should. Hey, 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 we're we're the ones. We're Puerto Rico's it. And this, not that we would, you know, be, you know, I mean, militarily try to take something over, but. But to them this is you know to uh, you you have to understand different culture Chinese people, you know the Chinese think different than we do the china and you know Chinese is culture more culture than than really real i mean thinking it's culture it's going back in in time it's it's like between China and Japan i mean it, it's cultures and uh you know they would they would love to take over the island, of Taiwan, and and I, I I know I think in the end we wouldn't do anything, but I mean m- maybe you're right. I I mean, uh, but I don't think they want that right now. The Greece and Paul. No, I don't want to see. It. No, I yeah, I don't.
1: I don't definitely don't want to see it come to that. I I just think Taiwan's too much of a. I, and I know you're saying in the grand scheme of things, it may not be that big, but I think Taiwan is is extremely valuable to the United States. And I, I think that if, if China made a, a major move on Taiwan, the United States would be right there. I, th- I think the United States would show, I think they would, the United States would flex their muscles on it because I, I, that's how much I believe they uh, believe in Taiwan and want to protect Taiwan. And, so, I mean, that's you just, know,
0: I guess it's very interesting. You know, it, it's very interesting that... that uh, the views, when you come down to it, if uh, if it did happen, what would happen? Because I, I tell you what I I like I said I think what would happen. You think what would happen in the end? I mean that's that's kind of it's we I don't think it would uh, would happen at least for the next ten years. But I I mean you know who knows? I mean
1: well nobody yeah well nobody likes to think like that. You know it's doomsday kind of stuff. You really don't want to think about that if if the you know, China and United States got into it because obviously then other countries would be involved as well. And, uh, you know, obviously we don't see anything that happened. It's just one of those things where I saw where the article, when I was reading the article was, you know, it's kind of alarming. You know, you, you read it and you, and you see a lot of stuff that's going on in the world today. It's like, you know, it wouldn't take much. But the, also the other interesting part of, the, of what it was is I'm not really sure that the, that the uh, Chinese people, have the same kind of desire or same kind of thirst or whatever that the Chinese government would have. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't. know and I mean I guess when you talk about like the cultures and stuff, I don't yes. think they would have that yes. same desire to go to a war with the United States as if as if the government felt like they had to go to a war with the United States.
0: I know. I I, uh, I just think the the government runs more um, of the daily public lives of the average. Chinese citizen, and it's more embedded than we are, like, like, we can openly, I, I can, you know, I can go out on the street and say Trump's an idiot, and Trump's this, and Trump's that, but, you know, the, the average Chinese citizen, can they really, um, you know, say, well, you know, um, Premier Chi, or Chai or whatever his name is, um, you know, is an idiot or whatever, you know, I mean, we don't know a lot that goes in on in that country. I mean, there's a lot not talked about, you know, like the whole, right. yeah, you know. Sure. So, and the thing with Hong Kong, you know, Hong Kong, they've been protesting, well, not since the virus, but before then, and uh, you know, the virus, um, you know, kind of knock that out of the park, but, uh, there's some unhappy people in China, but, uh, you know, I mean, the way the government, I, I just think the government deals with people like that different than they do here. You know, I mean, there's a lot we don't know. There's a lot we don't know about the virus that happened in Wuhan. I mean, I hear, I hear stories and it can be, uh, You know, uh, conspiracy theories that, you know, Wuhan, all these infected patients were basically thrown into a fire, you know, and incinerated because they wanted to get rid of the virus, you know. Now, here, you you wouldn't do any of that. I mean, you wouldn't because the press would be all over it, you would think. But but in a country as big and as wide as China and under communist dictatorship, you know, it's a little different. The, the press isn't, uh, is, uh, so, you know, I don't know. Um, it, it's interesting. You know, everybody talks about war with China every once in a while. Everybody brings that up because we're the two, hey, we're the champs. They're the number one contenders. So, you know, everybody talks about that fight. You know what I mean? It's going to happen and uh hopefully it never happens let's thank God you know let's hope to God that never happens
1: yeah let us hope it doesn't happen let's yeah, yeah that's
0: that. that's all we can do under the speculation okay uh, we're gonna move on to uh covid uh covid two actually maybe it's covid three um you know because we had a a little surge in the summer. Now, this seems to be like the the real deal. I know up in Michigan, we had the most cases today. It actually topped um, the cases we had on, I think it was April 21st where we had the the most. So, we actually have more cases now in one day than we did in April, April 21st. So, I don't know what's going down there in Tennessee, but... uh, I don't know, but uh, people seem to be uh, handling it different. You know, they they seem to be, well, you know, we're not panicking I'll, like before.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you locally. Like you know, some of the some of the restrictions have uh, have been eased up. Uh, I did see uh, from the last couple of week numbers from uh, October third, October sixteenth, just in Davidson County here in Nashville alone, uh, there are a little over two thousand cases uh in that two-week period so uh there has been a little bit of of a spike in the numbers i i I saw an article today where i saw wisconsin was uh seeing some numbers. i think they said much as doubled uh than what they've had recently so uh there does appear to be another wave uh of the of the covid going around so you know people just gonna need to keep doing i guess what we've been doing maybe quarantine a little more i don't know uh you know You know, it's people with, and mainly, you know, it's it's people that have already have uh, health issues already, I I guess, should be uh, more aware and uh, more concerned about it. Um, I'm not saying that people should do what they want. You know, I want those people where, since the beginning of this, I'm not going to tell somebody to wear them. I'm not going to make somebody wear a mask. I'm not going to tell somebody not to wear a mask. You know, if you feel you want to wear a mask, you feel safer doing it, then by all means, wear one. If you don't want to wear one, I'm not going to be the guy to tell, hollering at you to wear one. I just don't think it's my place to do it. Um, so I don't know. There's still some restrictions, like I said, but they, they, they've eased up a bit. So we're going to. to I guess we we'll have to wait and see the next few weeks here to see if the numbers go go up or down, uh, and, and just see. Uh, you know, at this point, uh, Biden has not ruled out shutting down the economy again. Should he become president, he hasn't said he wouldn't do it. So. You know, who knows uh, if he becomes the president, you know, that maybe first of the year when he gets sworn in, we might be back in a situation where the economy shut down again if they think this uh, situation is serious enough. So that's something we got to think about, too. Uh, so, you know, that's what comes up. And, you know, we know, we know Trump's not going to shut down the economy again. We know that's not going to happen. So I guess we're going to have to wait and see, Tank. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't really have a lot to say on it other than, uh, you know I want people to take care of themselves and be well uh, still a lot of people work from home myself included uh, I've already been informed I'll be working from home until at least after the first of the year and they said it might even go into several months after that so you know I'll be working from home for a while uh, but just want everybody to take care of themselves and uh, we'll have to just have to see how this plays out for us but I uh, definitely uh, you know there's a lot to, uh, it's been, it's been one of those years where, you know, the, the COVID has, has taken its toll on everybody, and I, I think maybe people aren't taking it as serious maybe this time around because, uh, they're a little burned out on it,
0: well, it for happened. lack of a better term. It happened before. You know how Americans are. If it never happened, we freak out, okay? If it happened before, hey, we've been there before. In 9-11, everybody freaked out. Oh, my gosh. Everybody, you know, don't be in a tall building because a plane's gonna take you out. You, you know what I mean? Now watch this. This guy's got a bomb. That guy's, you know, it, it's the uh, herd mentality. So I think, uh, I think we're taking this more with a grain of salt. Um, you know, I don't know. Like, like up here. Like I said, uh, last time we had this many cases in a day, I mean, we were totally locked down. So now everybody's moving, everybody's doing it, which, which I think, I mean, personally, I, I think we just have to let it run through. I mean, uh, that, that's the way I think. I mean, uh, you know, you, you protect yourself as much as you can, but, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I've said this before on the show. I mean, uh, you have to understand that, uh, if you're in those high ratios, if you're not in good shape, or you have, uh, health issues, or you're older, you have to take precautions, and, uh, you know, I mean, it, uh, it's flu season anyway, so, I mean, this was bound to happen, in, in my opinion, you know, but, um, we'll see how it goes, hopefully, uh, we won't have the death rate we had before. It looks like the death rate is slow, yeah. is slower. So that's good news. Um, I don't know if you got anything more to say about this, but uh,
1: I, I, I don't. I mean, it's it's a. Uh, I don't really have a lot, to, a lot more to add on it. Um, uh, I know the World Health Organization has come out and said some things recently. You know, pretty much reversing their position of what they had said before. You know, so. Uh it's just something we're we'll to wait and see. I mean we'll we'll wait and see, Tank.
0: Okay, well um we're gonna take a break now. Um we'll come back in the second segment with uh questions and our final thoughts. But uh until then, we'll be right back. And we are back after a brief break. Tank Hatfield Show. I'm gonna hand it over to Nashville, Tennessee, with my good friend mark hadfield mark
1: thanks right. uh we've come to that point in the show uh it's uh it's turned out to be one, one of my favorite uh, parts of the show is the feedback section where oh we get, yeah, uh, yeah 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 uh, comments and questions and, and things of that nature so it's kind of like the fun part of the show for us uh sir first of all i want to share a little uh positive feedback that we received uh one person that uh, you and I know uh, know very well, uh, we went to school with him, a good buddy of ours. I'm going to give him a little shout-out to uh, Mr. Chuck Lighty up there in Michigan. Uh, he sent me a message on Messenger, and uh, he complimented the show, talked about how he really enjoys it, keep up the good work. And he also uh, uh, reiterated that, you know, he he reiterated that, that Frank, uh, Frank the Tank is a handful. So, you know, just to... Yeah. <laughs> to <laughs> so, uh, which I which i agreed, which I, I agree with. Gotta, <laughs> I said, you gotta hold
0: me down. I might been,
1: you know, and to be honest with you, Tank, I might have been the one that said Frank is a handful, and he might have agreed with me. I'm not sure how yeah. the conversation went. Yeah, it's okay. It along those hey, lines. Hey, hey, hey
0: listen. <laughs> somebody, hey. somebody
1: said you we were a handful, and somebody listen, agreed.
0: Mark, you're the smart one. I'm the dumb jock, but I'm, I'm you know, I'm making it hard for you so, a little bit, but, uh, yeah and
1: uh also i know we i know we uh we plugged a little bit we plugged the business earlier you know but uh our friends at uh lazy pick barbecue uh my buddy tim martin uh and his wife sally uh they they sent us uh, some well wishes to towards us about the show tell us they really enjoyed listening to it uh good. Good. and uh keep up the good work and all that so they wanted to pass that on to us so uh, we definitely appreciate that and uh definitely uh like i said we love promoting them uh as well, because, you know, we, we love small business around here. So we yes, want to help sir. them, yes, you we know, hope whatever little bit we can do to, to yes, do that. Sir. We hope it helps them out. And maybe down the line, it might help us get a little bit of barbecue. So,
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs>
1: we, we love Hey, that. Yeah, we yeah, love. yeah, I we would love like something sent up here, you know. <laughs> I won't tell anybody, I promise, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we love that too. Um, as far as questions go, we, we had one question that came in. Uh, it's kind of a two-part question. I'll throw it to you first, and then uh, okay. I'll jump in. But basically, the, it, it's kind of a fun question. It's, it's not it's not real heavy, not real serious. Uh, it basically said, what made you decide to start a podcast, and why did you – or, yeah, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. What made you decide to start a podcast, and who chose who to be the partner on the podcast? Okay. Well
0: – it was about uh <clears throat> 1972 i was born <laughs> no no what happened was um it was actually my idea and uh mark will back me up on this um i've known mark basically since high school i mean i knew him before that i you know but uh, we were we were good friends in high school i've known he's he's very even though he, he's more quiet in high school, I know he's very political. Um, you know, um, he he has very very strong views. He's very smart. Um, at one point after high school, he was going to run for mayor of Madison Heights, but uh, you know that that got <laughs> hightailed with with different <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah. We won't. We won't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But anyways,
0: you would have been the youngest mayor. No, you would have been the youngest mayor in Madison in his history. So I know. Just, just let I you know. know. Everybody know. Um, you know, I know it's very political. Um, I knew in 2016 he told me this, and I didn't believe him. He told me Trump was going to win the election. I thought he was crazy um yeah i it's not you know because he he he's been basically a Democrat all his life i i uh, i I didn't understand why he he said he liked trump just uh he said we need somebody to mix things up, and he was right um so he he said he was voting for Trump, he thought Trump was gonna win, you know I laughed it off, yeah 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 hillary's you know whatever. He wins. (laughs) So it, it all stuck with me. So, um, early this year, um, I knew, I just knew because even though the distance, I knew, uh, the stuff he was saying on Facebook, I knew that he was behind the president. And, uh, to me, he seemed frustrated and, uh, I said, hey, man, you know, I uh, and I was born in politics. I was, uh, my uh, my parents are very, very liberal. Um, I, I was, you know, I've been a Democrat. Like I, I've said on previous shows, we don't need to go, go back on that. But uh, even though um, I don't wear it on my chest, sometimes I hate talking about it because you just get in arguments. Uh, With the wrong people. Um, I knew he had something to say. And that if he had a forum. Where he could. Express his views more. um, It it would. uh, He would like it. And uh, me. You know. I mean. I mean. I don't have. I'm not as smart as him politically. I'm more like the dumb jock. But I do have stuff. That's. That is passion, that that does fire me up. So I thought to myself it could work. So I mentioned it to him, and right away he said, man, that's that's a great idea. Now, when we talked about it and actually putting it together, I mean, that was a whole different animal. But, uh, <laughs> and we're still in the process. We don't have our producer, so I'm basically producing it myself. And I got to tell you, Hatfield, I'm not a good producer.
1: (laughs) Well, I will, uh, I will, I will chime in now and answer that question myself. It it was absolutely correct. It was your idea. Uh, you did approach me with it. Uh, I believe you caught me. I believe it was one of those. I believe it was like a Saturday afternoon. And I think I was, uh, it was during the quarantine and uh, quarantine period. I don't know if it was a Friday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon. I, I know I was sitting in the garage and, uh, you know, just kind of dealing with, uh, the loneliness of being in quarantine and I just had some music going or whatever. And I, I got the message from you asking me about it. And I was all, and I was all, uh, I was all in favor of, it because I know your passion for it. Uh, I know you're, you're passionate about your views and, uh, and you're right. I mean, I wanted to, I wanted an outlet to express my views. Um, you know, a couple of things I'll say on that. Uh, I did. I did predict the, the Trump victory in 2016. You're right about that. You weren't the only one I told that, by the way. I actually had mentioned that to several people that I thought Trump was going to win. Yeah, I and everybody was crazy. saying that was impossible.
0: There's no so, way. So, so I did. Uh,
1: so I, I did. I did. I did tell more than one person that. Uh, I did vote for Donald Trump. Uh, I had several reasons why I did at the time. I don't want. I don't want that to be confused with the fact that I've supported everything he's done or everything he said because I haven't in these last four years. I have not. So uh, I'm independent in my uh, thinking and my votes on that. So, you know, sometimes you vote uh, uh, based on the lesser of two evils, and uh, I just didn't think Hillary was the right choice uh, at the time. So, uh, but, but you're right. Uh, yeah, we we don't have a producer. We're still looking for a producer. Uh, and basically the way this works between me and Frank, now, it's kind of a, it's, you know... Oh. The, from the first week till now, it's kind of like we, we just kind of go back and forth on stuff. Uh, we take notes. I mean, you know, I, I write a few notes down. Uh, we try not to come in too overly prepared with stuff because we don't want to. We still want to keep it entertaining. And uh, Frank does a lot of the producing end of it, and I do like uh, I handle writing. like the editing end.
0: Yeah, you do the, uh, top, the like writing, it, the top. You know, basically the topics, the, the flow of the show.
1: Yeah, basically. Basically basically I come up with some topics and uh run it through run it by Frank to see what he thinks uh then we kind of like later in the week we kind of say okay these what kind of order we want to put them in uh so uh Frank basically produces things there from uh, his little uh studio there in Michigan and uh and then uh like I said the as far as the music and, and stuff like that goes it's kind of like you know we we'll, we throw s- songs back and forth at each other uh, you like this? You like this? Does this work? Uh, try to do an opening for that. But like I said, when when Frank uh, came to me with the idea, I love the idea. Uh, you know, like I said me and Frank's not going to agree on everything all the time, and I think that's good. We don't have to agree. Uh, we can remain no. I, I thought
0: actually when so. we started the show, I thought it would work because we disagree on a lot. But uh, tr- trust me, I mean we disagree. I'd probably. You know, we we disagree on a lot, um, and that's what makes the show work because you get two opinions out there. You know,
1: right? Well, I mean, and, that, and that's the thing, and I'm and I'm thankful that uh, I'm glad that Frank thought of me when come uh, when he decided to have this idea. Because, you know, I wasn't even thinking about anything along the lines of doing a podcast or anything like that when he he gave me the idea and told me, hey, you know, there's these apps out there that makes it pretty easy to do a podcast. You want you want to do one and You want to give it a shot and see how we sound? (laughs) You know, I told him, I told him even an idiot like me can do it. (laughs) I was like, well, I said, sure. I said, we got, I had plenty of free time because, you know, as a working from home and everything, got plenty of free time. So can't really go anywhere. So let's, let's give it a shot. So, uh, that's a very good question. You know and I'm glad for that question. When I saw the question, I was like, you know, me and Frank both can answer that in a way of, and like I said, bottom line is it's a 50 50 show. It's like we, we, everything that we talk about, and everything we do, uh, we clear with the other person before we do it most of the time, you know? So it's, you know, the the topics, the music, the, you know, the, the setup, the way we wanted the show to, the flow of the show, the way we want it to go, uh, we discuss it ahead of time and, you know, and let it roll. But it is. You know, for the most part it is pretty spontaneous. We don't have so many notes where we can't be spontaneous. No, no, I, so we do like to, we do like to do that.
0: <laughs> I I will say it sometimes it shows I basically write no notes. I'm basically like um you know, um uh some actors that that use no notes, no scripts. I I want it spontaneous in my head. Um so, you know. That that's that's how I I I do stuff, you know. Dean Martin was a lot like that, um, on his uh, on his show. And uh, I've always thought, you know, I mean, the best sometimes it, it's spontaneous is the best thing for the, uh, you know, I mean, for the most, you know, uh, whatever you think. The first thought I've always thought, maybe the first thought is always the best thought so it's always good for that so uh, you know i use no notes i just and this is a podcast we don't have any advertisers breathing down our necks <laughs> you oh,
1: know say what we want
0: yeah <laughs> yeah okay mark let's move along
1: all right we're in the uh We're at the end of the show here. This is is our final thoughts segment. Um, I guess I'll go first and uh, wrap this up here. Uh, My final thoughts is is, going to be pretty brief today. But uh, first of all, I just want to let everybody know that next week, next Monday, I will be making my bold prediction for the election. Okay. With numbers included. I will have electoral numbers. I will tell you what states to watch. And I will tell you who is going to win. I normally do not miss on these elections, so my reputation is on the line. So stay tuned next week because I will give you who's going to win, I'll give you the numbers, and I'll give you the states to watch. And I think it's a lot closer than what people think. Uh, I will tell you that. I've already started my process of uh, getting my numbers together. So I do have all that ready. Uh, I have a a handful of states that I haven't – uh, decided my final uh, decision on them yet because I'm waiting on a little more information to come in on those. Uh, but it's taking shape, and I, I will have it ready by next by next Monday.
0: No, so that, that's I, the first
1: part of my final thought.
0: Can I ask you one the, thing before you go on?
1: Sure. Do you sure.
0: think you have an answer right now? I mean, not that you're going to reveal it, but do you have uh, just for a little teaser?
1: I am leaning I am leaning one way, yes. There there's a way I'm leaning but it but it's very slight at this point because uh the states that I can't uh make a call on yet, you know, two or three states here or there can, you know, obviously shift uh the pick. So I'm still waiting to see uh, like I go through a, believe me, I go through a whole certain process when I when I make these uh I don't just look at a map and say, Okay, uh, well, I actually go through a process. I look at different information, and uh, then I make my I make my pick. So, but I am I am leaning one way over the other right now, but it's very slight. Okay. Very slight. Okay. Uh, and the second part of the final thought is I don't know if you happen to see it this week, or I'm sorry, last week. I don't know if you happen to see, it, but Biden and Trump had dueling town halls. Yes. Uh, that were on TV. Yes. Uh, the Biden one was the biden one was uh softball in nature yeah you know he didn't really get asked a lot of tough questions uh trump's was very uh uh confrontational as yes. we, uh, will be expected uh so no, nothing nothing surprising on that side i did want to bring up one point on each uh thing i didn't know if you if you don't know if you saw anything about on the on the trump town hall he got asked about the uh, conspiracy about q yeah uh and all that, and he passed on that. And instead of answering, he you know he said he goes, I don't know anything about Q, but I will tell you that uh, Antifa yeah. and the radical left are bad. Yeah. So yeah, that was his that was his quick response to the Q question. You know he got he got his, uh, you know which is you know classic Donald Trump. That's what he does. So I don't think anybody should be surprised by that. Uh, the other thing, uh, Biden got a question about uh, transgender kids, and I might get into a little trouble when I say this. But he got the question about transgender kids, and uh, Biden gave a long-winded answer. But the part of the answer that disturbed me the most is when he said that he believes seven and eight-year-olds should be able to decide on their own gender. That uh, that would that would be. He said in the America that he lives in, America that he lives in, he thinks that it, you know, seven and eight-year-olds could could make that decision, and that's what he hopes for America. I could not disagree more uh, with Joe Biden on that. Um, I mean, one day we'll have the topic where we can talk about that. It's not that I'm against transgender or anything like that. It's not, you know, people need to can live their own lives, but you know, they're saying, you know, you had to reach a certain age and certainly seven and eight is not it. Yeah. So, uh, maybe the next few weeks we'll get, we'll get, we'll be able to talk about that topic some and I can get to I a think little that's, more, uh, you know YouTube what,
0: Mark, in. I think that's a great topic
1: so, we should go into. So, uh, I just wanted to bring it up. Those are the two things I took away from the dueling Town Halls. Uh, were those things and so other than that i uh, hope everybody enjoyed the show i'm going to turn over to frank for his final thoughts and again if you have any questions comments or any feedback be sure to reach out to us at tankinhatfield at com, or reach out to us uh on our facebook our facebook page or our messenger or you can text us uh all those avenues are open to you tank go ahead with your okay. final thoughts
0: thank you sir you did well and I think we should have that gender um discussion at some point and we'll figure that out, you know, um post production. I just wanna talk about the um the election for a minute. Um you know, I, I, I listened to the uh president's speech. He was in Michigan, um I think it was Friday night, um, you know, he he was saying stuff about a governor. Um, you know, she had a kidnapping plot. If you believe, I mean, to me, the plot was stupid. Bunch of idiots, whatever. But at the same time, you know, they they. Um, he mentioned the governor. He, he takes his stuff to heart. The governor doesn't like him. Uh, that that would be uh, Whitler, Governor Whitler of Michigan. The governor, our governor in Michigan doesn't like the president. The president doesn't like her. So he had some, uh, you know, bad remarks about her. And, uh, you know, they started chanting, lock her up and lock her up. Just like the Hillary thing. Um, I'm, uh, I think at this point, you know, we have to, as a people, we have to separate politics from living with each other. Okay, politics is one thing, but but I see, I see, I see heat on both sides. I I see anger on both sides. If my side doesn't win, this is going to happen. My side doesn't win, this is going to happen. You know, I mean, it, it's like we're on the edge of a civil war. Um. I fear, what I fear is if, if the president loses the election, somehow if, you know, it, it's, you know, fixed or whatever, at any point, um, the right, uh, wing, um, the very, uh, that, that, the very right wing will start coming out the the um as you call the um vigilantes and uh we'll start um voicing their displeasure and i i want to really um at this point because i i have a strong feeling my opinion that the president's not going to win re-election and and i would like the right wingers the um and you know vigilantes out there, that the militia, the the uh, you know the lunatic fringe on the right. I, I just please, do not cease any actions after the election, even if it doesn't go your way, because it's not going to help anything. It, it at this point, it's not going to help anything. Um, you may think the election was fixed. You may think that the mail-in voting made everything, which I agree with. But I, please, I just ask for calm, and on the other side too, on on Biden's part, Antifa and and all those groups. I uh just please, we need calm after this because we do not need a civil war. I I believe that. The media has created this building in the country where we just want to destroy each other. Who, who doesn't believe in what we believe in? I believe this. You believe that. So we must fight. Do not, do not take the bait. Please, uh, calmer heads must. Prevail, and uh, I do not believe. I, I mean, I hate to say this, but in recent weeks, the way the president has been doing his rallies and and stuff, and he's playing to that base. And and uh, please, just, 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 just if it doesn't end up the way you want it, do not go to the street. Just please, we're America, we can get through this, that's why we're America. We're not some third world country, we're not Russia, we're not China, we don't need to go to the streets. Get over it, you elect honest people. A lot of times we get this stuff in the left and right, and this guy's right, well this guy's, listen. Most congressmen, a lot of congressmen in Congress right now, you know, you have lobbies. They're they're, they're paid off, okay? We have elected them. We have created this crap, okay? We can change it. We can change. Last week, I, I did about, you know, we can change this whenever we want. We've been on this roller coaster before. You see this COVID nineteen. We we've been on this two thousand one, nine eleven. We've been here before. We learn, you know. I mean, do not do stuff that that um, creates less of our rights. What we seem to do in every crisis, we give up more and more of our rights. Okay, I do not. Want to see, after the election, us giving up more of our rights. And uh, even though in my mind I think it may not go the President's way, please. You know, if you're in a lunatic fringe and you listen to this program, the right-wingers, do not go to the streets. Okay? We do not want a civil war. Civil war does not help anybody. And that's all I want to say. And I'll say this two weeks out, but but you know we're America, your greatest greatest country in the world. And uh, that's all I want to say right now, Mark.
1: That was a very uh, that was a very nice final thought, Frank. I appreciate listening to that. Good thoughts right there.
0: I love this country, Mark. In the end doesn't matter what you think, it doesn't matter what I think, doesn't matter what your listeners think, you you cannot, you know, they can disagree with us, but in the end we're Americans, so, this is America, you got kids, I got kids, people listening got kids, we gotta live in this country, we, we can't, we can't do this, you know, you, you can't do you it. You
1: need some more civility. That's yes, contrary. we do. You need some more civility.
0: Okay, well, Hey. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Um, me and Mark, we got to go find a phone booth. But we will be here next week. You can bet for Podcast 14. We're going to be here a day before the election. We want to know who's going to win. Maybe. We love you. See you next week.